<laughs> have you ever heard of the theory that Paul McCartney died in a fiery car accident in the late 60s and he was replaced by a doppelganger? But that's not, not to say we shouldn't question things because we should, especially when there's like billions, tens of billions of dollars uh, <laughs> on the line. Sometimes I just wonder if it's people that are in such disbelief um, with what the human race is capable of that they just think, oh, it has to be fake. Uh, Neil Armstrong brought back a bunch of samples. Well, I could be like, well, that's what they would tell you. Of course <laughs> they would say that. I think we were the first to go space trucking, though. <laughs> Deep Purple. Hell yeah, <laughs> rock on! <laughs> episode of Kitchen Sink Microscopy. I'm Casey Rochford, and we'd love it if you liked and shared and subscribed. And I'm Eric Rosenblatt, and uh, hmm, you know, I thought today, uh, being the 50th anniversary of the, the, the moon landing, the Apollo 11 moon landing, uh, maybe we should talk about some of the, the conspiracy theories and the, the, the idea that maybe we never went to the moon like that whole concept yeah there there's there's a, a fair amount of people you know that uh fall into the category of um thinking that we never went to the moon and do you think we did or uh well yeah okay uh <laughs> Like, share, subscribe. Um, you know, thanks for deep sing diving with us, and uh, have a great day, everybody. Science, hey. boom. Drop. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I, in all seriousness, um, I, I think it's an interesting, interesting topic. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm. A bit of a conspiracy buff myself so those kinds of things even though like i love space and space program space programs um but it's really interesting and there's kind of a lot of a lot of questions that people have um about that particular uh time period uh and i think we should kind of talk about it a little bit yeah. Um, so, like to start, why don't we just get right into like the whole logic of it? Why would they spend so much money to fake it? Like there were a lot of people on film involved in, you know, um, making all this happen, assuming that it did, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, to go through the production of making it look that way would still be a, a pretty big undertaking, um, especially for that, that time and the, you know, the kind of 
technology that would have to go into it to, to make it believable even to this day you know enough to assuming it were fake enough to fool a lot of people right yeah yeah i, I mean keep in mind that time period it was the cold war and uh yeah we between the u.s and the soviet union we we were sort of there was a nuclear arms race but there was also the space race um and until that point for the most part Soviet Union had beat the U.S. every single time. They had the first satellite, the first person in space, the first animal in space, the first woman in space, the first space dock, the first, I think they had the first, first space walk, tongue twister. Um, <laughs> they, they, they had a, a, a space station, um, like all kinds of things that they did first. And this was our kind of like, Hail Mary. This was the last thing we had at our disposal. And so I think, uh, I, I think we were the first to go space trucking though. <laughs> Deep purple. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, but oh, wait, that's, that's Britain though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, but you know, it was worth it to us because that was kind of the, um, it, it, it sort of took this Cold War, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the, the energy of that and, and funneled it into this whole scientific process where it was like, are the Soviets better or is the United States better? And they had beat us every time. And during the time when we were developing Apollo, the Soviets actually were looking uh, to, or they were developing, they were in the process of developing and testing a, a moon lander and so it was sort of like we were under the gun in that regard like there, it was down to the wire and so you know so uh, so in that regard i i can start to see where people are finding little threads to pull like if we're that under the gun and there's all these intense calculations that have to be just so so you are able to bring these three guys back alive. Um, how is that possibly completed under pressure? It's a good point. I, I could I could see that argument being, you know, proposed. Well, there's all kinds of arguments, like the 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 uh, people jumping on the moon and how fast it was, and the dust from the limb, and like you know, the Van Allen belts and stuff like that, all kinds of stuff. People come up with all these ideas. And, you know, I guess the only thing I would give a little bit of uh, credence to, uh, the only theory, which I guess I haven't heard proposed, but maybe it's my own, I guess, in this regard, that maybe the very first moon landing was faked um, to buy us time because there were some developmental challenges that we hadn't, quite ironed out yet at the time and so maybe that particular first landing could have been faked i you know it's it, it, i i don't know that i really would say a hundred percent but but it's it's probable at that point um you know there's people that say that stanley kubrick uh was uh involved in that whole process like creating the the set and doing the filming and i, I don't know how i feel about that i mean 2001 was a pretty epic movie um they did a lot right um but 
that's a theory too. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, what I come back to is, yeah, we totally did go to the moon. Like, I don't know about Apollo 11. Maybe that was, it's, it's possible it, it was faked, but everything else, totally legit. Like a hundred percent. We totally were there. Everything happened as they said it happened. And yeah, we totally went to the moon. I guess that's, that's my, my, uh, my conclusion. That, that certainly is an interesting idea. Um, I, I can't say that I've ever heard it before. Um, the way I guess I would look at that though is, you know, Neil Armstrong did pick up a lot of moon dust and rocks and such and pocket them and bring them back to earth. Uh, along with a, a, a host of scientific samples that were collected by um, their little apparatus that they set out overnight and uh, over, overnight, I guess, uh, <laughs> whatever passes for night on the moon, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit different over, yeah. over there. <laughs> but, uh, being a little earth centric there. Uh, <laughs> but, but my point is, it, he comes back with this stuff, right? So it can be empirically tested for you know mineral content and and things like that and carbon dating and all this all this stuff that can basically say yeah this probably was extraterrestrial in origin um and and then there's the other factor like we have gone to the moon a few other times nowhere near as publicized but i imagine they took video those times didn't they yeah they did uh, there's plenty of video. The, the Apollo 11's video was kind of grainy and crappy. The the successive missions were much much better, as um, you would expect. But um, yeah. you know, years later and stuff. Um, now that was, was like mid 70s or something when they got that. Day, so. 69 to 72, I think maybe 71, 72 was the last. They, they, there were only so many missions. Um, they had planned many many more, yeah. but. Public support kind of died out around that time. Um, so they sort of just gave up on it. Yeah. Well, so there are videos. So you had briefly mentioned that people were skeptical of the speed that they were jumping at or whatever. Like, can't you pair that up to the other videos? And I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, because the, the theory on the, the the jumping speed and the movement speed on the moon is that the moon's gravity is what, like a sixth of ours, of Earth's gravity. Um, but when you watch the videos, they're kind of bouncing really slowly. But if you double the speed, it looks just like people jumping on Earth. So people are like, well, it's actually not a sixth because... So, I mean, that that's something to address. I don't know enough about video recording and physics in that regard to know what that implies, but that's an argument people have made. So, so I can, I can see why it would appear that way. Like knowing a little bit about physics that I do, our, our gravity here on earth is, is roughly, uh, well, technically negative 9.8 meters per second squared. That means it's it's a downward force. The, it, the negative is really more of a, a vector thing. Um, so uh, it, it's 
being one six, it's it's right around like one point six meters per second squared on the moon. So it, it's quite a bit less. Mm -hmm. So um, I can see how one would think, oh, when you double the speed, uh, you should see uh, a quicker looking response than you would expect on Earth, right? Because yeah. double the speed should be, you know, somewhere between 1.6 and 9.8, you would think. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, when you're talking about 9.8 meters per second squared and the, and the distance that your average human being can kind of leap, uh, you're, not, you're not talking about even a, a full meter probably, especially wearing a spacesuit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so the the uh, difference in speed that you're going to be able to detect with the naked eye, and you know, just counting off or whatever, uh, really wouldn't be uh, there. Wouldn't be enough distance to to calculate that in, in in such a fine manner as to say like, well, that's exactly the same as as you would see on Earth. Well, that's, you know what a, I'm that's, a, that's a good point because, um, I mean, what you had said about the spacesuit and everything, um, the people look at that and they look at it from the standpoint of a, 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 like a guy in a t-shirt jumping on earth. Well, the astronauts were not dudes in t-shirts. They, they had that heavy spacesuit. They had a backpack. They had all their gear all that stuff that was weighing them down. So, you know, maybe at the end of the day, it balances out to basically the same velocity uh, as, as on earth when you double the speed. Um, but it, and, there's and like so granted, many, it's not as heavy on the moon as it would be here, but it's yeah. still, it's still adding to your mass. And oh, and it's the point where if the astronauts like fell on their backs, they couldn't get up. Um, that was, that was a concern. Yeah. I imagine they were pretty stiff. And everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there's like a lot of different, there's, it goes deeper than that. There's like all kinds of different theories. Um, you know, what you'd said before about, uh, Neil Armstrong brought back a bunch of samples. Well, I could be like, well, that's what they would tell you. Of course <laughs> they would say that. Like, this is after the fact. They could just like stuff anything in his pockets and tell you it's moon rocks, um, or or take a sample from a, a later mission and say, well, yeah, this came from that mission. Um, so we we don't really know. I mean, we have to go on. Um, but you it's know. not like they put that stuff on a shelf without conducting tests on it, like right away. Like they were probably really eager to get some data about, you know, the the makeup of the geology on the moon and well that's true yeah there, there is a lot of obviously there would be different minerals you know a, a completely different composition than you would see here on earth because atmospheric conditions are vastly different and the age of the the planetoid body is completely different and you know there's so many factors that would make it pretty distinguishable i think oh it, i have of that i have no doubt but how do you know when it was collected Huh. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like they probably would have tested that right away. So there's got to be some some data that, like from 1969 or whatever, that you can match up to the stuff they brought back in 1972 and say, oh, yep, these are these are the yeah. same thing. 
Yeah, there there actually is. Um, NASA's actually like pretty transparent in that regard, and there's a lot of documentation, so it's kind of irrefutable. Um, yeah. it, that that aspect of it. Um, but you know, I I I think it's an interesting idea to mm. to think about. Again, I, I I don't think that we did not ever go to the moon, but the first mission eh, it's a little sketchy. Um, well, then, have you ever heard? Eh, I I do this all the time where I throw something out that sounds like a total digression. But <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard the theory that Paul McCartney died in a fiery car accident in the late sixties and he was replaced by a doppelganger? Yeah. Well, they made it to the moon, but they didn't get back, and they just found three dudes that looked like Neil Armstrong and uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah well you know there's the whole conspiracy theory about the original astronauts that died in the Apollo launch um due to the like 100% uh oxygen atmosphere and there's a whole mess of conspiracies there but hmm. i don't want to go into that right now cuz that that would open a can of worms i've <laughs> let's keep it short today <laughs> yeah um but you know you know i i grew up loving the space program and being um completely entranced with the space shuttle and all that stuff like i i as a kid i cried when challenger exploded like that was a big deal I, I remember the moment that happened. I was like in kindergarten, basically. Mm -hmm. And I remember that. Like, that's one of my earliest memories, actually. Yeah, I guess it would be akin to people earlier, uh, older than us, um, seeing the news of Kennedy's assassination or something like that. You know, big, yeah. big deal like that. Because I remember the, that, and I remember Chernobyl and, and things. Or like 21-year-olds with 9-11, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it it's still something that to this day, like no matter how much argument people put out there, uh, there's still a seed of doubt. Like there's a bunch of people that don't think that we went to the moon. And uh, I have... I have a lot of problems with that because like it's kind of clear when you do a little bit of, even the most cursory analysis of the space program uh, the apollo program um it, it's pretty evident that that actually did actually happen um and but that's not not to say we shouldn't question things because we should especially when there's like billions tens of billions of dollars <laughs> uh on the line you know yeah, yeah it's reasonable to question it i mean i i just watched that apollo 11 documentary on netflix i think or red box or something I, I anyway wherever i saw it it was it was pretty cool like i i was watching it with that in mind like okay i'm gonna try to be ultra skeptical and be like i'm gonna look for anything that looks kind of suspicious and it, it just doubled my conviction you know like seeing footage of the control room like people were like sweating 
Yeah. When something was like, you know, hinging on the most intense uh, of calculations and, you know, having to factor human error into it and, and have three dudes up there that are like, you know, some more experienced than others, but still doing something that nobody had ever done before. And, you know, that you got to factor that into, is this going to make them screw up? You know, these guys were really sweating it out and they were really ecstatic and happy when, when, uh, when everything went right. And yeah, you could act that, but these aren't clearly aren't professional actors. No, uh, that, that would be a, a really dumb way to, to create uh, you know, a fake thing is by putting recognizable actors in. <laughs> exactly. and, uh, Experienced and yeah, well-known actors. Exactly. Yeah, so I just don't think you can fake that kind of happy and that kind of tension. Um, no, that's without, a good, without being a trained actor, you know, that's, that's a really good point because we do have video of that. And, and, you know, that got me thinking just now, like, what would it be like? Like you're going to a different planet. Yeah. In in a, a virtually untested vessel, like this spacecraft that that is pretty much cobbled together and may or may not work, and you're going to another planet. And I mean, I I can't even imagine what that would be like. Like uh, to this day, it still it still entices me, um, especially the development of the Apollo guidance computer, like that. That is the shit. That's all I can say. <laughs> like, good, good at the time. So, you know, whatever, however you feel about like conspiracy theories and like, did we go or not? The, the development of the AGC is one of the most epic tales of computer science and, and engineering. Like, at the time, there were vacuum tube computers and the computers filled like whole rooms and all this stuff and they were like well we have to build a computer that fits into this little tiny craft and they did it took them a long time um mm -hmm. and it it was it was a freaking amazing machine it, to this day i don't think it's ever been replicated but but get, get, like the the programming was woven you know th there were people sticking needles with wires through holes and stuff and weaving the program into these uh, little modules and stuff. Wow. And it was a briefcase size computer that could do stuff that a room size computer could do. I mean, yeah, they had like a lot of money uh, at, at their disposal. So, so I have no doubt that it was possible, but it's, it's, it's a really amazing thing. We didn't shrink to brief size case computers until like 1995. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, on the consumer level. Yeah. And they had two. <laughs> Apollo had two of these things. Like it's kind of cool. And, yeah. and even today, like people are like, Oh my, you know, uh, uh, game boy can, it can outperform that. Well, no, it can't because that was a purpose built computer. It was like, it's different. Like, it was something special and unique and, and I really, man. Oh, I just, I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I like a lot of conspiracy theories. I always ask myself, why would anyone want to like, what would people gain from saying that we faked the moon landing or, you know, what, what would we gain from actually faking it and, 
just the notoriety of getting there first or whatever. I just, that just seems yeah. odd <laughs> to me. Well, and, and, and another thing is all the engineering documentation, like the development of, of every single component, like the nozzles, the, the engine, the housing, like all of the different modules, everything that went together, like that's public knowledge. You can look that up. Like yeah. they did actually develop and test this stuff. Um, why would yeah. they go to that trouble if it was just fake? Yeah. And like any scientific experiment and you have all that information available, that makes it repeatable or yeah, uh, it makes the experiment repeatable and you could, theoretically duplicate the results and kind of wash away some of the doubt. Not all of the doubters, of course, because, you know, there's always, there's always a, a back door for them to go like, well, you're just a shill for NASA or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely not one of those people myself, but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a good point. Um, I mean, it's, it's uh, sometimes I just wonder if it's people that, are in such disbelief um, with what the human race is capable of that they just think, oh, it has to be fake. Because this happened before your lifetime, my lifetime, mm -hmm. kids growing up now still are in awe, even though it's been our, something that happened before we were even born, we're still in awe that it happened and there's really nothing else on earth that's been done that really captures the fancy of so many people like, Oh yeah, sure. The pyramids are a little weird how they built that, but you know, like they look cool. We take some pictures at it and we don't really think about it all that often, but you look up at the moon every night and you're like, Holy shit. People have walked on that. <laughs> yeah. With, and that's, that's amazing. With sixties technology too, no less. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of amazing. And, and I think, I think some of the conspiracy theories stem from the fact that we haven't gone back. Like it was a very short duration mission. Um, and that, that I, well, my argument prohibitively that, expensive and prohibitively that, difficult to pull that, off. That is exactly what I was going to say. Like yeah. it costs a lot of money. Like, I don't think people understand what it takes to get, uh, the, that kind of uh, vessel into space and all the way to the moon. It's very expensive. It's a lot of resources. Yeah, um, and, and priorities change over time. Like, you know, we pretty much from what we gathered on the moon, we found that, you know, there probably wasn't really any, any kind of life or, or potential for life to form there. And that's kind of what we're usually most interested in. So we kind of shifted our focus to Mars and we've been, you know, sending well, rovers there and whatnot. And we should be know. shifting our focus to Venus, but that's a, a topic for a different episode. <laughs> Mars is bogus. Venus is the future. Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a good point that, you know, and I think it was, you're right. Like there wasn't a lot to be had by doing it. And I think it was at the end of the day, like it was a show of our uh, technological prowess. Um, and, and it, we did it and then we were like, well, okay, 
I guess that's that. And we went on to other things and, and uh, never went back. Yeah. Uh, it just exemplifies what people are capable of under the pressure of competition. You know? Yeah. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's really like the nerd version of the coolest ever Super Bowl win, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and keep in mind too, like all of this was done. They, they didn't have like computers like you and I have, they were dealing with slide rules. Yeah. Oh, I have a slide rule downstairs. I should have had one in front of me so I could pull it out. Um, <laughs> but that was how they calculated things. And, you know, try doing that calculation yourself on paper and you'll see just like how crazy difficult that is. Um, it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. I, you know, there was one point we didn't touch on though, that, uh, conspiracy theorists like to point out and that's the flag. Mm -hmm. So can you, uh, kind of sum up what, what they find fishy about that? Well, I, from what I know, the conspiracy theory uh, explanation of the flag. So when they planted the flag, there's that video of the flag and it's kind of waving. And they're like, well, it's like waving in the wind. And they're saying there's wind on the moon. So it must be a soundstage or something like that. That somebody opened the door or whatever. Huh. Some kind of stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I've looked into that and... and uh, it behaves like you'd expect based on what was happening. I mean, you have to watch the whole video and kind of like diagram out the mechanics of what's happening with people's hands and the pole and the flag and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I, when I watched the documentary, I, I was keeping an, a close eye on that, that, you know, when they were moving the flag around, like holding it and stuff, there was a little motion because it's tethered to this pole and it's shifting positions and stuff. That's, that's going to move the flag. Of course, even, even with minimal resistance from, from atmosphere. Um, but when it, when it was planted and, and it was in the background of every other shot, it was standing perfectly still just sticking out with all the same waves that it had when it got put up. Like, yeah. It, it basically just looked like a square potato chip that had red, white, and blue on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but well, and, and, and people are going to cherry pick that and they're going to, they're going to look at only just the video evidence that supports their view. Mm -hmm. But if you watch the whole thing, yeah, it comes to rest and it kind of sits at a weird twisted kind of angle. And that's what you'd expect. Um, right. Sadly though, it, if today, that flag is probably just a bleached out white piece of fabric um, because of the sun exposure. And so are many of the other artifacts that are left on the moon too bad, but you know, I, I bet someday that, we go to the moon and we find this white bleached out flag and someone sees the face of Jesus on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Altair performed on the moon. Um, <laughs> So, band on the moon. so there's that. Um, yeah. It, so later there has been a lot of um, corroboration 
of the moon landing, like other space probes, the Chinese have sent one, I think a couple different countries have sent probes and they've surveyed the moon and they've like, actually, because it's interesting, um, more interesting than a bunch of craters, they photographed the, the scenes of the landing sites and those are available public. Like you can, you can look those up. And if you're adventurous and have a powerful enough laser, you can point a laser at that little reflector that they uh, left. What was it Apollo 17? Oh God, I should have researched this. But anyway, uh, they left a little reflector on the surface of the moon so you can point a laser at the moon and it'll reflect back. Um, and anybody can do that. Hmm. So if you doubt it, go ahead and try it. Like it's possible. Yeah. Interesting. You would probably have to do some pretty severe calculations just to find that damn thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you definitely would. I mean, it's not as easy as you'd think it would be. Um, so, of course, they would tell you that because they know <laughs> you're not going to do those calculations. <laughs> but if you were to look at, like, the, the regolith on the surface, like, it, it can't reflect like an actual reflector would. So, if you pointed a laser at the moon, you're not going to get anything back or nothing significant. So if you aimed for that and got a reflection, like that would be proof that something was there. Mm -hmm. Maybe not people, but <laughs> we did go there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's certainly uh, an interesting idea you had. Um, maybe we faked the first one and then we went there later with much less pomp and circumstance and, uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, may, maybe all of the uh, lack of pomp and circumstance was to kind of, you know, keep it secret. I don't know. Maybe you're on to something. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and it, maybe this whole, it doesn't have to be one thing or the other. Like, it is possible that the very first one was uh, faked for the purposes of getting a leg up on the Russians. Um, and then once we had all our technology ironed out, we went there, but to say we never went there at all, like, I, I think, I think any, any of these things, maybe they may have their origin in that tale possibly, but hmm. then again, I don't know, you know, yeah. what do I know? I, you know, <laughs> this happened before I was born. So, uh, it's uh it's all speculation yeah hmm. yeah I'd, I'd say as far as conspiracy theories go this is this is probably one of the weaker ones just because you know it's there's there's a whole lot of evidence that that we went there and yeah. uh, and, and just the the amount of work that went into uh you know fabricating the first one would be enough to the point where like, why do, why wouldn't we just actually do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. And, and we did actually, the, there were moon missions before this that a lot of people don't remember or know about uh, where we didn't land on the moon. They just circled the moon. And I, I, if I remember correctly, even the lander was stocked with, no fuel or low fuel or something like that. So that the, the astronauts wouldn't have any incentive to like jump in and go land on the moon. 
because <laughs> it was a test run. Um, so we went around it quite a few times. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't imagine why somebody, well, I mean, yeah, okay. I can imagine why somebody would think we didn't go, but you know, conspiracies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think we, uh, pretty well covered the, um, you know, the big points that a lot of conspiracy theorists bring up with that. And, uh, you know, we tried to keep an open mind and, you know, um, yeah. in, in typical kitchen sink microscopy fashion. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to add that if you're an astronaut that went to the moon, who's alive today, you have balls of steel. Like I could not <laughs> do that. So seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That is, the, that's kind of the ultimate thing. Um, so Yeah. I salute you. Um, but and, and, you know, I should give a shout out to Buzz Aldrin because he's a really cool guy. My dad like kind of photoshopped, um, you know, that iconic picture of the, the reflection in the, the face plate or whatever, um, with all the, the lander in the background and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he photoshopped uh, a cow on the moon's surface in that <laughs> face plate and sent it to Buzz Aldrin. And he replied to my dad and he thought it was what? funny. But yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. what a cool guy. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine, like, like I said earlier, I don't even know what it would be like. Like you're traveling in a little capsule, the, the, the size of maybe a minivan uh for like what, what what was the mission like a week or something like that it took like five days to get there yeah. they were there a couple days and then like two or three to get back since they had a lot less mass yeah that's like i don't even know what that would be like like, that, that's like they were they were quarantined longer than they were actually out there yeah exactly <laughs> well we we were worried about space bugs and stuff yeah. coming in and and rightly so like there's no reason to be to not be cautious in that regard. We, we, it was the first time we've tried it. So, you yep. know, and it makes me sad. I, I really wish we would go back to the moon. Um, yeah, there's nothing of value there from a scientific standpoint or a material standpoint or whatever, but it's freaking awesome. Mm. Like we should go back there. And it's been, I, I'm 43 and it happened. It ended. The program ended a couple of years before I was born. Um, we should probably go back. That'd be yeah, cool. Definitely. I'd like to see that in my lifetime, please. Um, All right, NASA, if you're watching, <laughs> get the hell back to the moon. We say yep. so. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, go on to Patreon, uh, and uh, donate to our cause for music, uh, we might donate to a future moon program. So yeah, we, we might. We yeah, might. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. It's been, uh, it's been a very interesting conversation. Yeah. And, uh, we hope you keep the conversation going with uh, comments and and critiques and uh, conspiracy theories of your own. Yeah, throw them in there. Like, we'll, we'll talk about them. Like, uh, I will talk about them. 
If Casey doesn't, I totally <laughs> will. Like, I will refute them. <laughs> <laughs> I might too, but you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, uh, definitely uh, keep the conversation going. Um, and uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And uh, wait, there's some music. We oh, yeah, there's music, music on the way out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a moon themed song will play. Yeah, yeah like with that. something to do with intoxication or something. Yeah. <laughs> you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, well, thanks for uh, lunar landing diving with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great day. Bye.